Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Empowerment with Elizabeth. Today I'm here with my sweet new friend Holly and she is going to talk to us about being a state title holder in specifically Miss Mississippi and her experience at Miss America. So Holly, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, hey guys, um, my name is Holly. I'm so excited to be on here talking about my experience. I was Miss Mississippi in 2021 and Miss Mississippi's teen in 2017. So definitely grew up around Miss America. Since Miss Mississippi, I have been able to do The Voice, which has provided me the opportunity to move to Nashville, which is where I live now with my husband. I love it. I love it. Okay. So talk about what first got you started competing in pageants. I have always loved being on stage. Um, My parents say that I could sing before I could talk. So I've always kind of been drawn to performing. And I remember when I was in kindergarten, I was sent home a little flyer for the the little school pageant. And I gave it to my mom because I wanted to do it because I wanted to be on stage. And at first she was kind of reluctant. She didn't really do pageants growing up and didn't know a lot about it, but ended up letting me do it. And I absolutely just fell in love with being on stage and ended up um, winning that pageant. And I guess the rest is history. I love it. I love it. Okay. So talk about what specifically got you introduced into the Miss America organization. So I grew up, of course, watching Miss America. I used to get up in the living room and model with the girls on TV. It was always, I think, a dream of mine to compete at Miss America. I didn't really know about the teen organization, though, until I was about 12. Um, And I met with a friend, Bill Wolf, to actually go over talent tracks for something else. And he was like, hey, you should probably do Outstanding Teen. And I was like, "Mm, I don't know. I'm a little bit young for that. Like, I don't know, like, if I would do well or how that would work. And he was like, no, you should definitely get started young. Um, And I'm so glad that I took his advice. I ended up doing my first prelim two months later and just completely fell in love with Miss America, even more than I already had. Um, I really just gained a better insight, I guess, of like what Miss America is all about more than just what I saw on TV. I love that. That's awesome. Okay, so you've talked about talent, but talk about what your favorite phase of competition is and then tell us a little bit about why that phase is your favorite. I think it's no surprise that my favorite phase is talent. (laughs) Um, I I love singing and I've always been most comfortable with a microphone in my hand in front of people. And that's definitely something that always drew me to Miss America. Of course, I loved the glamour and the modeling and um, the, the social impact side of things. But talent was always something that was just my favorite portion of competition. I always loved watching the other girls display their talents. And that was always the one phase that I wasn't nervous for. I love it. That makes sense. That makes sense. That's kind of what I figured you would say, but you know, just figured I'd ask anyways. And you you mentioned your, um, I guess, what y'all called social impact initiative and what's now the CSI. So talk about what yours was. I'm sure you had a cutesy name for it. Talk about that, what you did with it and what you're doing with it now, if anything. So when I was Miss Mississippi, my CSI was volunteerism. And my slogan was, if you see a need, take the lead. Very cute. Um, thank you. I grew up volunteering. I think I did my first service project when I was seven. I used to collect um, stuffed animals for high patrol officers to give to children in car accidents and other crisis situations. And that was kind of like my main service project for the better part of 10 years and was my CSI when I was Miss Mississippi's teen. Um, and so when I entered into the Miss realm, I didn't really want to limit myself to just one area of philanthropy. And I really just wanted people, I guess, in their own communities to kind of take a stand. It's really easy for us to see the needs around us and talk about how great they are. But the change really does start with you. And one small act of kindness or just making one phone call to do 
one project can make such a big difference in somebody else's life. And so when I was um, preparing for Miss Mississippi with my local title, I did a lot of service projects um, in my personal community of Meridian. I was a local title holder during COVID. So that brought a ton of different needs and service projects and partnerships that I was able to create. Um, and then when I was Miss Mississippi, I had the opportunity to partner with this organization that is called Volunteer Mississippi, but they have hub networks and they, there, I think there were eight across the state at the time. And basically how it worked was with each hub, you would be connected with volunteer opportunities in your own backyard. So you would just sign up under the hub as a service person or as a volunteer, and they would kind of like send you an email or send you basically a notification letting you know about the different volunteer opportunities around you. And so my goal as Miss Mississippi is every place that I went to speak, I would connect those people with their volunteer hubs. Um, and I was able to, I think, add, I think over a thousand new volunteers in the state of Mississippi throughout my year. We did a billboard campaign. So there were a lot of different projects that we did um, with that organization. And then I also did my own service project once a month as Miss Mississippi. And I still volunteer in my free time. So you said you did one service project a month as Miss Mississippi. So talk about what that looked like. So it was definitely something that I kind of knew that I wanted to do um, when I was Miss Mississippi. And um, before I partnered with Volunteer Mississippi, that was one of the things that I knew, okay, this is definitely something that I think is going to be beneficial because it wasn't just for me. It was also for the local title holders within Miss Mississippi from teen to miss to our Bell and Bow program. I wanted everyone to be involved. And so I think my first week of business, I sat down with one of the members um, of our prep team who is now on the board. Her name is Ashley Thompson. And we kind of created a calendar together of different projects that we wanted to do for each month. I don't remember all of them off the top of my head because it has been a couple of years, but I remember um, the first month that we did was at the end of July and we did like a school supply drive for underprivileged children in the state of Mississippi. So each project kind of coordinated with the month that we did it, but um, it was such an amazing opportunity. And the next Miss Mississippi's team picked that up as well and was also partnered with Volunteer Mississippi. So that was really cool to see. I love that. Yeah, that's so cool to see, you know, your CSI kind of living on past year as a legacy, I guess, for you. So that's so fun. Um, and you've kind of mentioned it earlier, but talk about your prep for Miss America, you know, and you also did Miss America's team. So what was different between the two? So, uh, you know, what did you focus on the first time? What did you focus on the second time? Was there anything that was shocking about prep to you? So when I competed for Miss America's teen, it was before all of the changes. It was in 2017. So Sam Haskell was still the CEO. Um, and as far as Miss America's teen, I did not have as much prep time. I won Miss Mississippi's teen at the end of April and then competed at the end of July. So I only oh. had a couple of months. Um, I will say it definitely helped me learn how to prepare for Miss America because it was difficult to kind of balance prep and now being a state title holder and doing all of the appearances like it was kind of a lot all at once praise the lord that it was during the summer so I was able to have a lot more um free time but I definitely remembered that when I won Miss Mississippi and was preparing for Miss America I definitely had a, a larger window I had about six months to prepare um and yeah it was something that was 
just crazy to think about like in the day-to-day life as I was sitting in my laptop and doing interview prep and going over just like the things that I wanted to talk about and kind of what I wanted to do as Miss America if I was chosen. It was crazy to think that I was actually preparing for that because it's something that I had dreamed of um, for a really long time. But my main focus was just figuring out who I was kind of again. I knew who I was like Holly going into Miss Mississippi as Miss Golden Triangle, but I wanted to do kind of like, I wanted to start that over, I guess, and figure out who I was as Miss Mississippi and who I would be um, as Miss America. And I wanted to bring that into the interview room because I think that's the most important phase of competition. They only get 10 minutes with you to see who you really are. Um, And so that was probably my main focus was just studying that all the time and figuring out what I wanted to talk about and kind of who I was. I love that. So talk about your favorite appearance as Mississippi, you know, what, as Miss Mississippi, what was it and why was it your favorite? So Miss Mississippi has a partnership with the Mississippi Academy of Family Physicians, and they have a program called Tar Wars, where Miss Mississippi goes to 20 different schools across during across the state during her year. Um, And we speak to fourth and fifth grade students about the dangers of tobacco use. And I remember my first meeting um, with the academy and they gave me all the materials and I was a little bit nervous. I'm not going to lie because it was a little bit out of my comfort zone. I didn't know a lot about the topic, Um, but then I did my first presentation. I just I fell in love with it. I thought it was so fun to talk about and it was really cool to see the kids, like how, of course they were excited to see a girl with a crown on their head. They thought that I was a princess, but it was really cool to see them really just like listen to what I had to say and really take what I was saying into consideration. And it was cool to see like throughout the presentation, how it kind of like the light bulbs would go off and just kind of interacting with them. um, I thought was so much fun. And so being able to go to 20 different schools and really interact with the future of our state was definitely my favorite. I love that. Wow. 20 different schools. That's so fun. I love that. I remember sometimes I would do two schools in a day. I love it. That's crazy. (laughs) Oh my gosh. But so rewarding too. Absolutely. In those days where you have multiple. I love that. Okay. So talk about the most difficult part of your year as Miss Mississippi. I would say being Miss Mississippi can be a little bit lonely. Um, You're on the road a lot. And that was something that I really got to talk about a lot when I would go to different speaking engagements was, you know, there's not really a lot that people know about Miss America and Miss Mississippi. They see us compete on TV and, you know, watch us answer an onstage question, walk in an evening gown, do a talent, and then the winner selected. And they might see us in a parade, but that's really the extent of what most people know about this organization. And while those of us that are involved in it and are competing know about the service aspect of it and just how it makes you just of a more well-rounded woman and, of course, the scholarship dollars, it can definitely be be a little bit lonely. Um, I feel like people think that it's a very glamorous role. And while it definitely has times where it is, you are looking at the road (laughs) for the majority of your year. And thankfully, my mom was in a position where she could go with me to a lot of my appearances, but there were also a lot of times where I was by myself. Um, And that can be hard, especially when you're tired. It is a tiring job. It's the most rewarding job, but it is tiring. And so um, it can definitely just feel a little bit lonely at times when you're on the road, driving by yourself, two hours to an appearance, and you're just sitting there, I guess, with your thoughts. It can definitely feel lonely, even though when you go places, people are excited to see you and expect to miss Mississippi. It's, it's a little bit kind of a weird juxtaposition there. 
Yeah. Kate Schindel talks about that in her bio, her biography that she wrote about being Miss America. And she kind of like is hesitant to bring it up because she's like, I am so grateful. But I also was like so incredibly sad that year for the most part, because I just like I didn't have my family and friends like close or accessible. So that's so real for sure. Okay, final question. If you could give one piece of advice to the next Miss Mississippi, what would it be? I would just say to soak in every moment. Um, I know that a lot of people say that, but it truly is the fastest year that you will have. Um, I remember coming home from being crowned Miss Mississippi, and I had a couple of days to just kind of reflect and get ready for the year ahead, right, and process. And I remember thinking, like, I wonder what it's going to be like this time next year, like when I'm not Miss Mississippi anymore. And I wasn't expecting it to go by as quickly as it did. Like before I knew it, I was at Miss America. And then after that, I was at orientation and then putting the crown on the next Miss Mississippi. So it definitely goes by fast. So I would say that's my first piece of advice to just soak it all in and enjoy every single moment. Then this next piece of advice that I would offer that I think is equally as important is to not focus on the negative. You know, every single position that you're in has a negative side. And I used to feel a little bit guilty for feeling those feelings of loneliness or feeling a little bit sad because I had been by myself on the road for a couple of days and I missed my family or missed my friends. You know, every single job has a negative side, but that doesn't mean that it's not rewarding and it's not something that you're grateful to have. And so whoever the next Miss Mississippi is, I want her to let herself feel all the feelings, but don't let those feelings of loneliness or any negative side or something that you think is hard, don't let that cloud your judgment for the rest of the year and take away from all of the good that comes with being Miss Mississippi, because the good definitely outweighs being lonely, I promise. Um, And it's only for one year of your life. So I would just say soak it all in and try to focus on the good. That's some great wisdom. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much, Holly, for coming on and chatting with me about your year and your experiences representing the state um, and your experience at Miss America. I so appreciate you. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. And I will see the rest of you guys on our next episode. Bye, y'all.